0: Rockstar Energy Punched, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink.
1: And welcome back to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, it's time for many minutes of Mungle and not Thor. We're going to be diving into... The Marvel Universe once again because, hey, Thor, Love and Thunder is now out. A movie I didn't think I was going to like. We'll get to that in just a minute. But first, head over to TheEntertainmentAnswer.com. Learn everything about Matt Mungle and his entertainment and movie review expertise. Matt, how you doing, my friend? Glad to have you back.
0: Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. I hope you're having a good summer.
1: I am having a good summer. And I think a lot of people are having a good summer Truly, if they have seen in the theaters, Thor, Love and Thunder, a movie, Matt, I didn't think I was going to enjoy. And I came out pleasantly surprised. I think it's a really good flick.
0: I do, too. Uh, I, was, I went in it with high hopes, only because of Ragnarok. Um, you know, if it was on the tail end of Dark World, I'd have been worried. But uh, I was I had faith that it was going to continue that, that fun adventure that we needed. Um, and I think it was the Marvel film that we needed right now.
1: I agree. Almost kind of like uh, The Dark Knight. You know, it's the uh, movie that we needed. Maybe we didn't deserve it. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, I thought Ragnarok was great. And then I heard going into the movie before I saw it that they dialed up the silly. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, the yeah, this is a comic book movie, but I've always seen Thor as a serious role. I didn't know if that was going to work. And that's why I was a little apprehensive, thought I was not going to really have a great time. I had an awesome time. The silly works, I think, better than the serious Thor character, even though the original is still my favorite, the OG Thor. This, The moments of levity were what I really needed, especially at the time. It was a tough week overall for me, and you kind of melt into that cinema chair, and you just have a great time. Plus the rock music coming right alongside that really carries the pace of the movie. I loved it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's one of those, if we hadn't had Ragnarok yet, we wouldn't know what to expect. Uh, there was some moments, and you and I talked pre-show, and I said, I don't think I would have changed anything about dialing back the silliness. I loved it. I felt that they did great. There were some scenes I was like, I can tell these scenes were written late on a Friday, and then the other scenes maybe weren't. Um, but the whole thing, and, and this might be a spoiler, so if it is, I hope not. I'm, I don't think it is. Uh, the whole relationship between Thor and his hammer. And how he has that whole dialogue they had. I could have taken a little bit less of that. That started to get a little bit repetitive. But uh, other than that, I thought it was, I I don't think they needed to dial back at all.
1: I thought it was funny the first couple of times they brought that up. And and I'm glad you actually mentioned that. Not a weak point of the film, but eventually, in my mind as well, it it gets a little tiresome.
0: Yeah, tiresome is a good word. It's like, okay, we get it, we understand. Uh, he loves the hammer. Not just keep redoing the show. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, in the hammer having its own sort of attitude. Uh, and then the other acts that he had made during um, the last uh, Avenger movie. It was just, yeah, it was just a bit, a little bit too much on that end. But it didn't in any way distract the movie from it at all
1: was nice seeing Natalie Portman back. She actually, as Mighty Thor, I think does a great job. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I thought it's really just going to all depend on her performance, and she knocked it out of the park. She did a great job. It was very believable, looked great. The armor was spectacular.
0: Absolutely, and if anything, having her as Mighty Thor and Thor gives couples a Halloween costume pairing. One thing Thor, I, I think Thor really here. worked
1: well for the movie, villain was great. Wasn't over menacing, overpowering, maybe like a Thanos, but you understood there was lots of gray areas. You understood why he did what he did, even if you disagreed with it. And you look at it and you have to do a double take. Wow, that's Christian Bale. Like he really doesn't look like Christian Bale.
0: No, not at all. He did a fantastic job. And uh, and those were the scenes where, you know, there were times like the silliness was dialed up and they would get deep into some of these scenes with him and his dialogue and even with Thor and 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 Natalie Portman's character when with Jane when it's not you know when she's not mighty Thor they went deep and really got into some meaningful heartfelt stuff and then it would go right back to the silly but there's some really deep meat on some of those uh, drama bones
1: I agree. And then also a highlight for me personally, I am a big Korg fan. I have always wanted more of Korg. Maybe he didn't have a lot of dialogue compared to Thor in the movie or to Jane Foster, but he's in the entire flick. That for me was a highlight. I think it works well seeing him right alongside Thor most of the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it was a right balance of him just having him there and I think the less he says, the better, because it is hilarious whenever he speaks. Oh, sure. Taika
1: Waititi is just... He's hes comedy gold.
0: Absolutely. I know you and I talked a little bit uh, uh, off-show off about how it would be great to see some Disney shorts with, with just him. Just give us some little doses of him, I think, would be fantastic.
1: I would like to see... It would work with a couple of different Marvel characters, and I think you could do this with Korg. Maybe when you're doing a big push for a movie that's coming out. You take the scenes that have already been seen in a preview and you do like a 30 to 45 second Korg reaction video. Hey, this is why you need to go see that movie. I think that would just be a, a great PR thing for Marvel to do.
0: Oh man, absolutely. What a great idea. That would be fantastic because of how he does the narration in this one. Just have him just do the preamble for the, the trailer and watching it and reacting. That exactly. Would be fabulous, man. That'd be Perfect.
1: So, what I'd like to do now, Matt, as we wrap up here on the Entertainment Answer, brought to across the county, of course, go to theentertainmentanswer dot com and mungleshow.com. dot com. It's the commentary you don't want to miss. Also, all things movies at that website is I'd like to rank the Thor movies. I was thinking about that headed into this particular segment matt and i'll let you go first because they're all very different and i think we're going to have one that's definitely a commonality but go ahead and let us know your ranking of the thor movies
0: man that that is tough because i have done that in my head for sure uh, i would have to see i think the more i watch the latest thor love and thunder it might move up but right now ragnarok is still number one to me um thor love and thunder i think is two the original, the OG one, is is three, and then we don't talk about Dark World. <laughs> we don't mention Dark World.
1: Yeah, you, you know, I was teasing you. I that I kind of look at it like a Loki prequel. It's kind of the best way to give any type of uh, shining light to that movie, but it is pretty bad.
0: It is, and I and I don't know why. I've tried to figure out why, but I haven't. So I think I know your order, what is it? What's your rank? Yeah, I
1: like the, the Loki deviousness in Dark World. However, that is not enough, as much as I love it, to save that film. That is at the very bottom of the Thor franchise. Number three would probably have to be... That's going to be tough. I thought this was going to be easier, actually, on air. But I am probably going to go with... Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with with Ragnarok at number three, even though it's a darn good movie, because I really enjoyed Love and Thunder. The levity worked, the partnership between Thor and Mighty Thor. It was a great dynamic, seeing Korg more, all the other reasons that we mentioned. I'm going to leave that as a solid number two. I love the score and the rock music combined together. But you really, for me, can't get any better than the OG Thor movie because it really taps into, I think, authentically from the Thor mythos from the comic. And it's just Asgard is beautiful. You got Sir Anthony Hopkins. You're introduced to Loki for the first time. It stands at the top for me.
0: Yeah, I can't argue with that. And I'm interested to see because I have watched Ragnarok several, several times, and it still holds up. I'm curious to see on a second and third watching of Love and Thunder if that push of the comedy and the goofiness, if it hits the same, or if it's going to be, wow, that was that was funny the first time, but now it's like I know it's coming. I'm interested to see what kind of legs Love and Thunder has.
1: I agree, because I was thinking the same thing. I almost saw it right away again afterwards, kind of like a Top Gun Maverick kind of a deal. But I'm like, no, you know what? I want to let this one breathe because of the type of movie it is and see as you said, what kind of legs it has. I'm going to go see it again, probably either this weekend or the following weekend and see if I enjoy it as much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me know what you think.
1: I definitely will. And one thing I was hoping for, it it's just kind of personal preference, stay for the after credit scenes. They're both worth it, but I was kind of hoping to have perhaps in some way, I don't know how Loki, because you leave him in a weird spot at the end of the Loki series, to have him be in the after credit scene, somehow tying the two, the series and the movie together, because he's been in every Thor movie thus far, and so this was the first one without him.
0: It was, and I, who knows? He's just off in some universe. To be honest, I'm so confused about the multiverse that I don't. Even oh, know you and me multiverse. both,
1: my friend. I'm trying to make sense of it. It's hard. It is. Well, thanks for jumping on across the county, Matt. I, I really always love your perspective. It sounds like we. On this one, had a pretty similar experience. Both enjoyed Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm excited to see because they say Thor will return at the end of the credits to see where they go with the series. And it'll be, hopefully, just another fantastic ride because they did a good job this time. 3.5 out of 5 for me. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think 3.5 is a good good rating for it. I think we agree on that for sure. And I'm always up for more Thor, so whatever they want to do is good with me.
1: Matt, where can our listening audience find you on the socials?
0: Uh, absolutely, entertainmentanswer.com or at the Mungle on Twitter or Mungle Show on Facebook and Instagram.
1: For all time, always, my friend. Always, buddy. I appreciate you. Go take care. Noah here in across the county. Go to the entertainmentanswer.com and go check out Thor, Love and Thunder in theaters. Lots of channels.
0: Nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth.